So for today's conversation, I wanted to talk about a very interesting thing, this weird quirk about me that I have no idea if anybody out there can relate to it or not. It might just be me. And it's about gifts, presents, those those lovely little packages wrapped up that you get for a birthday or Christmas or any of that, a gift. So I have this weird thing about gifts. <laughs> and it's complicated. It's really complicated when I think about it. So I don't know how to accept a gift. I actually don't. I, I, I am completely confused and utterly bewildered by gifts. And this is me being completely and totally authentically honest here. I don't understand them. So when I was a kid, and I'm talking little, so, you know, really young, four, five years old maybe, I remember my paternal grandparents, the ones that I don't get along with, I remember them coming to the house and filling the house with toys. Now, at the age of four or five, that's the most exciting thing in the world. Holy God, there, there's toys everywhere. And they were always were like the desirable toys, the great toys, the, the things that, you know, as a kid, it was the thing you were dying for. And they would come to the house and bring all of these things. I remember boxes of toys being everywhere, on every surface, on the couch, on the floor, on the coffee table. They were everywhere. It wasn't one or two things. We're talking 20 different boxes of things. And I remember being completely overwhelmed as a child, thinking I, I didn't know what to do. I, I saw all of them, and it was, it was overwhelming. And there was an absolute delight by both my father and my grandfather to watch me as a child get incredibly excited about things. To, I, I, was, I was over the moon. I saw all these toys, all these things. Oh, wow, it's like Christmas. And I didn't know what to do, and I would just hold my breath because I knew what was coming next. I would pick something. I would I would gravitate towards something. Maybe it was a stuffed animal. Maybe it was a box of Legos. Maybe it was the occasional Tonka truck. Because, yes, I loved Tonka trucks, okay? Loved them. But there would be something. And I would gravitate towards that one thing. And I would look at the box. And I would, I would look it over. And I would look at the toy. And I would... I would be really excited and really hopeful. And then I would get yelled at. 
I would get chastised by how stupid I am, how naive I am, how dumb. What the fuck is wrong with you? You don't get those toys. You don't deserve that. You're a stupid kid. What's wrong with you? Why would you think that is for you? Now, I'm four years old. To me, if you bring over a box of toys, I, I, my child brain is thinking that at least something may be for me. But no. This didn't just happen once or twice. It happened all the time. It was a regular thing. And if it wasn't my grandfather bringing over things, then it was my father. And he would bring over and display all of these things that any child would be over the moon to have or to get. And it would always be the same thing. They're not for you. You don't get this. You're too stupid to understand. You don't deserve it. I have no idea whatever happened to any of those toys. I have no idea what happened to all the stuffed animals, to the, the Lego sets, to the, the Tonka trucks. I have no clue where they ended up. But they were never mine. Never a one. And so I grew up from a very, very young age of having things displayed in front of me, presented as if they were mine. But then the moment I showed any emotion or had any attachment or even thought, maybe this time that doll would be mine. Or maybe this time I got the Lego set. The moment I was allowed myself, I allowed myself to have any excitement or any hope, that was immediately crushed and reminded that I'm stupid and ignorant and that I don't deserve to have anything nice. That continued my entire childhood. Even for Christmases or birthdays or the things you normally would get gifts for, it was the same routine. You could unwrap the boxes, but you couldn't keep any of it because it wasn't for you. My mom did her best to make sure that I had some gifts, that I had something. And for the most part, those gifts were always over at my other grandparents' house, at my maternal grandparents'. We had a regular Christmas there, and, and I knew there that things were safe. I knew that if, if there was a box under the Christmas tree that had my name on it, it, it was actually mine. 
It, it was mine to keep. So I grew up with this constant anxiety, this unending uncertainty of what was mine and what wasn't. And why wasn't it mine? Why, why did I not deserve to have something, regardless of what toy it was? It didn't matter. Why wasn't I allowed to have something? My mom tried really hard to make that up. And like I said, you know, Christmas at my other grandparents was at least a Christmas. My mom also worked a horrible job because my dad wouldn't have any financial responsibility for me, which is an odd thing to say because at the time my parents were together. But as a child, if I needed shoes, my grandmother had to buy them for me. If I needed clothes, my mom had to work a job so she could buy them for me. My dad wouldn't buy anything for me. He wouldn't support me in any way, even though my parents were still living together. I was his child, but he refused to have any responsibility for me. So my mom worked as a cashier in a grocery store. She did that almost her entire life. She only took that job because she needed to have money because my dad wouldn't even pay for me to have medical bills to go to a doctor. And God forbid when I had to have braces, my mom had to take a second job so that I could have braces and have my teeth fixed. There came a point in time where I had to have surgery. When I was about 15, I had a breast reduction surgery. God help me, I needed to have that. I sadly developed very young and actually had breasts that were ridiculously large for my frame. So much so that they were starting to do permanent damage to my spine and to my shoulders. I was getting permanent indentations into the bones from wearing bras and the weight of my breasts by the age of 15. It was considered extreme even by medical standards. And the decision was made that it had to be done, otherwise I was going to end up with some very severe bone deformations by the time I was old, by the time I was an adult. And so I had a radical breast reduction surgery at the age of 15. Now, I'm not a proponent or a fan of anybody having surgery if they can help it, and especially not as a kid if you can help it. But this was definitely 
medically necessary. They actually removed over 20 pounds of tissue off of my 15-year-old body. 20 pounds of tissue. That's ginormous. I went from having to have custom-made bras because my boobs were so damn big to being able to wear a standard D-cup bra. I still have very large boobs. By no means am I flat. I have curves that would make a back road jealous. And I'm proud of them. And I don't mind the scars. I'm okay with it. I have beautiful breasts that are normal. They're still big, but they're normal. I'm not some ridiculous freak of nature or stuck with some horrifically deformed spinal injuries because of the weight of my breasts. And just to give you an idea, the sheer weight of each breast, respectively, tore the pectoral muscles from the breastplate. My pectoral muscles detached and ripped off of the breastplate as a child because the weight of my breasts was so severe. The surgeon did her best to reattach the muscles. But I will admit that there are challenges in terms of certain exercises and certain types of strength training will always be a little bit more challenging for me because those muscles have had a lot of trauma over the years. So when I say having a breast reduction was necessary, it's not a joke. But my father said it was bullshit. I didn't need to have any reduction surgery. That was nonsense. Now, my parents had split up by this time. The divorce was raging. It was a horrible divorce. Not for any other reason than my dad wanted it to be horrible. He wasn't going to let anything slide. He didn't want me. He didn't want custody of me. He didn't want anything to do with me. But just to drag it out and to hurt my mom, and to hurt both of us financially. Because remember, my mom is working as a cashier in a grocery store just to put food on the table. My dad did everything in his power to drag that out, to fight because he wanted custody of me, which he actually didn't. He just wanted to make sure that it hurt my mom and it hurt me financially as much as possible and for as long as possible because he had plenty of money. He had plenty of resources to keep that legal battle going for years. So I have to have my surgery. The legal divorce is roaring along my parents are embroiled in constant legal issues. My mom's a wreck. 
My dad's an asshole. And I have to have surgery. And so I have my surgery. And my mom, her insurance paid for the half that she needed to. My dad refused. My dad said, absolutely not. He won't pay one red cent for that surgery, no matter what the doctor said. The surgeon personally paid for the other half of my surgery because it was medically necessary, and she felt so bad for me and for my mom and the situation we were in. So my mom did everything she could to give me the best possible life, to counteract what my dad would do. So my mom's version of trying to make up for the fact that my dad would play these games with gifts and, and give it to you, take it back, give it to you, take it back. She would buy me things and she would buy me gifts all the time, even when I didn't want anything. It was her way of trying to make up for what he did, for trying to express some form of love that she wished I could have experienced, which was hard because I didn't know what to do. I still don't know what to do. I still have problems where people try to give me a gift and they'll give me something, and I will look at it and I'll be like, oh, this is lovely, this is beautiful. I, You know, this is, uh, thank you for showing me and giving it back to the person, only to have them be incredibly insulted because they actually were trying to give me a present, but I couldn't understand it. I can't tell you how many people I've made angry with that. And how bad I would feel for making them angry because I, I didn't understand. It usually ends in a lot of explaining and apologizing and trying to help them to understand why something so simple is so difficult for me. And I found that gifts are still confusing to me. Now as an adult, it, I still get confused with accepting gifts, but I also get confused on giving gifts. I, I want to give gifts to people. I, I want to express my gratitude, my thanks, my, my feelings, because I'm not good at articulating it in words. I can talk to you now on this recording and in this podcast, but if you were here in front of me, <laughs> I'd struggle because I'd have a hard time trying to find the right words and the right combinations, and I'd have to think more about how are you going to react and, and what's your facial expression. Do you understand what I said, or did I just say something wrong? Did I, did I hurt your feelings and not realize it? Did I, did I make a faux pas and I, I haven't recognized that that's happened yet? Am I digging myself a grave and just, oh, stop talking? 
I'm so much more comfortable in able to articulate in a recording like this, in, in an audio file, in a podcast. Hopefully someday I'll be able to do video. I would love to do that. I would love to be able to, to talk and to have expressions and to be seen. But I haven't gotten there yet. I'm working on it. But I use gifts as a way to express myself. And I realized some people aren't okay with that. One, they don't understand that that's what I'm doing, and it's a freaking long story to try and explain it to, isn't it? But it's not always appropriate. And I'm learning that, and I'm, I struggle with that. I struggle with knowing outside of dedicated, specific, socially acceptable holidays or celebrations like a birthday, when is it okay to give a gift? When is it okay to express those feelings or those moments of gratitude, that, that wanting to share a part of myself? When is that okay to do with another person? I don't know. I actually don't know. And I find myself stepping in or stepping on landmines rather frequently because my first inclination is, oh, I should get a gift. That's the wrong inclination most of the time. But I don't know what the right thing is. And clearly, I don't know that I'll ever figure it out. My gut instinct is always to do what my mom did. To buy a gift. To represent some emotion or some thought. Or, or just to say, I'm thinking of you. You matter to me. That's what a gift represents. It's not some exceptional overture. It's not some attempt to buy favor. It's just my way of saying that you matter. But that makes people uncomfortable. Like a lot of things that I do tend to make people uncomfortable. Not that I intend to do, ever do that. Matter of fact, I take great pains not to make people uncomfortable, to, to try and make sure that I'm acting within a socially acceptable manner, that I'm doing things right. I take great pains to try and prevent any misunderstandings. But that's impossible when your own level of how the world works and how interactions happen is so skewed. I'm trying to learn how to accept gifts 
how to allow people to express their emotions and their feelings and their desires and let them give me a gift for whatever reason, holiday, birthday, whatever, it doesn't matter, but they need to facilitate that and I need to learn how to accept that. So I'm learning. It's a struggle and I'm always always paranoid that I'm going to upset someone. But it's something I'm learning and I'm working on. And I'm also working on trying to resist this constant need to buy gifts or to give gifts as a token of affection. I'm learning that that's not always necessary. Mind you, it is subjective to the individual. Some people love that, some people hate it. But regardless, I need to respect that and I need to learn it. I need to learn what's appropriate. And so, I don't know if anybody else goes through this. I don't know if other people have a hard time accepting gifts or conversely have a hard time with giving gifts too much, too few. I'm working on it and I'm trying to see these flaws in my logic and these issues that come up in learning to adapt and to change with them. But I need to be honest and authentic with myself to understand where this comes from, why it exists, and also, also as an explanation for, you know, poor souls who have been on the wrong end of me either not understanding or acting in a way that <laughs> wasn't necessarily appropriate at the moment. I will get better about it and I will learn. And those around me will also learn as well. Hopefully they will forgive me if I do something silly or don't understand things immediately. It's hard to change things that have been ingrained in you for so long. But the first obstacle in changing is to be able to recognize that the issue even exists. To be honest and authentic with yourself and say, yes, this happened this is an issue and I want to fix it. I want to be a better person. I want to be more whole in myself. I want to be authentic and honest with who I am, not only with myself, but with the rest of the world. And so that is my take on gifts and my struggle with them and how I'm actively working to 
better myself, to be, I don't want to say more normal, but to be able to handle it better and to disarm those ridiculous and nonsensical thoughts that were forced upon me as a kid. So I hope that the conversation today was at least entertaining, maybe enlightening or even thought-provoking. I would love to know what your thoughts are on this. If you've struggled with these things or if you think it's absolutely ridiculous. But no matter what you thought, thank you for listening and taking part in my life authentic. And I trust that we will talk again soon. Thank you. And take care.